Welcome to the Eat This Not That podcast. I'm John Hammond, and this is Megan Murphy. Hi, everyone. And in this episode, this is one that, well, I, I, I at least have been looking forward to for a while. It's the best Instant Pot tips. Okay, you love your Instant I do. Pot. I, do I you know. have one? I don't. I You know, I have a crock pot, so okay. it comes to I know like the Instant Pot is like yeah. a souped up version of a crock pot. You're fancier than I am. I get it. But, um, you know, I know people that swear by their, yeah. their Instant Pot. I think that's the thing, it, it is it... it it's not a crock pot. I mean, it, right. you can you can use it as a crock yeah. pot, but it's far more versatile and and fun than a crock pot because mm-hmm. crock pot is just low and slow, right? All day, you just put stuff in. It's it's either low, medium, or high, and it, that depends on like whether it's two hours or eight hours. Mm-hmm. <laughs> with with an instant pot, and I just I didn't get it at first, and like like many people I know, I got it. I bought it. It was like running some crazy Amazon deal. It was like this is the best day ever to buy an Instant Pot. I was like, of course it is. Like, yeah, of course, Amazon Prime. This is why I have it. And then you get it instantly. And then I, and then exactly. I get it instantly the next day, and it sat in a box for six months. I never took it, I never took it out of the box. I put it on a shelf down the basement. I was like, I'll get to this eventually. It, it just it seemed so intimidating to me. Mm-hmm. And then I took it out of the box and realized there was multiple parts to it and had all these buttons on the front. And I was like, for, like forget this. This is like, this is like the Starship Enterprise. I, 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 I am not qualified to be in the captain seat of this, of this piece of machinery. <laughs> so it went back into the box and went away. And it wasn't until we, we moved last summer. We moved to the new house. I took it and we were unpacking. I'm like, no, this is going in the kitchen. I'm going to force myself to use it. And, and I did. Now you've never looked back, have, right? You know what? I it it was it's one of those things where when you when you think there's something that's so challenging that you'll never accomplish and then you and then you do it, you're like, "Oh man, like I just want to keep doing like what else can I do?" Feel good. Right? So <laughs> exactly. it it, it kind of had that moment for me. That that might not be, you know, exactly what everyone experiences with an Instapot, but uh, but it was for me and it's funny because the first thing I did was pulled pork. And you think oh, yeah. you think about pulled pork, you think about something low and slow, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's a crock pot or a smoker or something that takes eight, 10, 12 hours, depends on who's making it, what your technique is. I made pulled pork in an hour. That's crazy. Hour and a half, maybe. It was By like the time the same tender, amazing texture. It was insanely it was I was taking it out of the out of the instant pot with the tongs and it was literally falling apart before I was getting it to the bowl where you where you shred it. And it was delicious, flavorful. More importantly, the kids loved it. And Ben always, he's like, Dad, will you make, will you make your pulled pork again? And, and it's, it's simple. It's four, it was like four pounds of, of pork shoulder seasoned and mm. then seared right in the Instapot. And then uh, put the fluids in and just let it go for one hour. And when that hour was up, relieve the pressure, pop the lid and bang. Wow. I might have to be the judge of this. Next week, you might have to bring me some so I could try it because it sounds incredible. I'm actually going to make it this weekend because we have, uh, we have friends coming. Oh, fun. uh, We're family coming, coming to, to sleep over for the weekend. I just, it's one of those, it's one of those things. Who doesn't love a good pulled pork? Who doesn't love a good, and also it's like, what else can you very quickly and with very little maintenance, Mm -hmm. there's not a ton of prep work that I can put it together and I don't have to be removed from the group for, because I'm cooking dinner or preparing something. It'll take me 30 minutes to get everything set. It'll take an hour and 15 or so in in the instant pot. And then it's a matter of just like shredding it and and getting out the potato rolls and the coleslaw and the barbecue sauce. Like that's, that's easy stuff. So anyway, so that's how it's, and, and I've cooked many other things since then. Like that just was my, my, my initial kind of, 
experience with it since that I've done chicken breasts. I've done, I've used it as a slow cooker and done chili kind mm -hmm. of what, what I like about it. I haven't had my slow cooker out in a while because using the instant pot as a, as a slow cooker, it, there's a better seal to it. So it doesn't stink up the whole house for the day, which can be a good thing or a bad thing. That might <laughs> be, that might smell. be the allure. <laughs> exactly. So it depends, it depends on, on how you roll there. But yeah. either way, like if, if like me, you, uh, you listening are a little hesitant to get cooking with your instant pot or whatever version of the instant. There are so many different versions now. I, when I say instant pot, I have the actual instant pot. Yeah, the brand. But yeah. there are, there are, there are uh, many different varieties out there. Um, so we say it, it's kind of like when you search something online, you say you Google it. You might, right. you might be on, you know, Bing or something else, but yeah. you, you Google it. So that's the way we use instant pot here. Um, or, or look, may, or maybe you've started using it and you're really starting to dive down that rabbit hole. This is this is going to be a good episode for you because we're going to go over some of the most common mistakes that I, that I made and that many people getting started make, and, and just how to how to not make them and how to make sure that you're nailing it every time. Yeah, I mean, when you first start using any new kitchen tool or technique, mistakes are bound to happen, of course. But hopefully, we can help cut the learning curve a bit mm -hmm. with these tips to navigate the most common mistakes people make when using their Instapot and. Because I don't have one, um, I've learned a lot. So now, like, if I get one, I'm going to be a pro be after you're this. You're going to be ready to go. It's right out of the box. You're just going to be like, bang. Totally. Dinner's ready. It's like it's going to be the ready. second kid, though. Like, my poor crockpot right. might not ever get used again. Yeah, but you know what? The, that, that second child almost almost did me in. So <laughs> okay. it's, you think things so are we'll easier with the second child. It's not, not so much anymore. Okay, so let's um, get into it. Look, first and foremost, the, the first tip is to check the ceiling ring. And that's, it's in the lid, under the lid. It's a, a rubbery, mm -hmm. I guess it's rubber, maybe it's silicone. But it, it, it kind of circles the lid and it seals everything. If, if you remove the silicone ceiling ring from the Instant Pot to clean it, and you should do that, by the way, don't just leave it in there. Uh, take it out and clean it after you use the Instant Pot. Make sure you put it back in. It's crucial for the cooking process, and it's going to make a massive mess if you leave it out. It's something that's all too easy to forget or do too quickly, but a mistake here can have your pot literally spewing from the sides oh, if you don't have that, that seal in there. And always check your seal before cooking. Whether you have removed it for cleaning or not, you should, it should be the first thing that you check before you use your Instapot for cooking. Make sure that the sealing ring is, is properly placed in there and, and where it needs to be. Have you ever had that spewing action? I haven't. Okay, no, good. Nope. <laughs> so, yeah. I always check my ceiling there ring. There you go. And then turn off the warm button. So this is a mistake that I have made. Okay. Way, so. so you want your food to be nice and warm mm -hmm. by the time you eat it, of course. But just be wary of the warm button because on the Instapot, it's really powerful. So it'll keep your meal nice and toasty, but it's also still cooking during that time when it's on. So you might end up with overcooked food. If you're going to be eating soon, it's better off to keep the pressure cooker closed and lock in the heat until you're ready. And this is where it gets into the 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 venting. There's two venting options. Uh -huh. uh, there's a quick release, and then there's the natural release where you don't release the steam. So that's really if you if you want to hold a dish for a while, then let the natural release thing because that way the it turns off the heat stops kind of really going, and just the natural heat is trapped in there, and it'll it'll naturally depressurize and and be ready to go, and it'll keep everything nice and warm. But you think you see you know it's like you see it and you think oh this will keep it warm, but it, to your it overcooked it's still yeah so so that's that's you don't want to do that. Don't don't make that mistake. What did you do? What did, what dish did you do that? On? Chicken. What did you ruin? Chicken. Oh, is your family? You just got a little. No, <laughs> no. They're used to being disappointed Rubbery by cooking. Chicken. So, <laughs> so it wasn't like a shocker. Okay. Um, and it's like again, it's something that's easy to uh, reading. You know, thoroughly reading the instruction manual probably yeah. would have. Of course. Well, you're a guy. You don't do that. that but do I was you? like, warm. Warm is good. 
Yeah. <laughs> so not, not, not so good. Another thing, this is an, another easy one to make. And again, I have not made it, but I, I could very easily see how uh, people would make this m- mistake. Do not substitute sauce for liquid. If there's only one thing you should know, it's that liquid is critical when cooking in the Instant Pot or whatever device you're using. It's what actually enables it to work and make your food taste so ridiculously good, right? It's, it makes everything, the moisture is what really cooks everything and, and just keeps everything from getting dry and, and tough. If for some reason you do want to use a sauce, you really have to dilute it. If it's too thick, you're going to get the burn alert, which you never want to have when it comes to a pressure cooker. And keep in mind that depending on the type of Instant Pot you have, there's usually a minimum requirement requirement of around one and a half to two cups of liquid. So you don't want to go to, if you just put sauce in it, it might not be enough liquid. And right. It's certainly going to be too thick. It's definitely going to burn. And that's, that's one of the things that was confusing to me or, or felt weird to me at first when I started using it was how much uh, liquid like, you right. put in. And I was like, this can't be right. This doesn't make any sense. It, trust me, it makes total sense. But sauce is not is not technically, it's sauce. It's not liquid, right? It's not like using chicken stock or water or something like that. So definitely dilute it and water down if if that's something you're going to try and do. So that's one of the big differences, I think, between like a crock pot Mm -hmm. and Instant Pot because, you know, if it's low and slow, maybe more of that moisture comes out of the chicken or the pork, whatever you're cooking. And so you don't, you can put just sauce in. So so when you did the pulled pork, did you dilute like barbecue sauce or what did no, you do? No, so I didn't vinegar? do any barbecue. I did uh, I did apple cider vinegar, vinegar mm-hmm. and water. Okay, yeah. And then barbecue sauce, I let people do afterwards because that they way can you can control. Own. Yes. Like, if you want a little That's taste smart. of barbecue sauce or do you want to douse it in barbecue sauce? That's so, smart. Yeah. Here's another important one. Don't confuse the timer for the cook time. Another mistake I've made. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, the, this episode is made for you, Don, even though you use your Instapot <laughs> all the time. When you use the Instapot, make sure you're using the manual option and not accidentally just setting the timer so you'll actually have hot food when you want it. I mean, it's a rookie mistake, one that John has yes. clearly made, but actually it's more common than you may think, so you don't have to feel so bad. Yeah, and it's because you think like, okay, this needs to cook for an hour. You set the timer for an hour. Right. But, but the, the difference is, is that the pressure needs to build up. Mm-hmm. And then once it builds up, that's when the, the that's cook when it timer starts, is yeah. going to start. So so that's where you don't want to you don't want to make that mistake. But it, again, it's an easy one to like the warm button. It's one of yeah, those things that you just see and you're like this is logical, like right. I'm going to set a timer. You read the instruction manual or or keep listening and we'll keep listening. we'll keep you enlightened. <laughs> um, here's another one and this is really important when it comes to you know, a pressure cooker if you will or or you know the instant pot variety that you're using, don't clog the steam release. I talked about that steam valve mm-hmm. and there's two ways to kind of make sure that doesn't get clogged. You won't have to worry about too many foods, but when you're making certain things like applesauce, oatmeal, uh, noodles, uh, you might experience some foaming or frothing or splattering that's going to happen inside the pot. And that could clog the steam, uh, steam release pipe uh, or the valve if you fill your instant pot too high. Got there's it. actually uh, there's is there a like sim- a line like a fill line yeah or? it's a it's a super simple fix to prevent the mess from going down in your kitchen you just want to keep that pot filled no higher than the half line there's a inside the you know the steel pot that's inside there's a there's a half line like make sure it doesn't get above that and that'll that'll keep things from bubbling over on you and really clogging that steam valve and creating a mess Got it. Speaking of mess, so if you're sauteing food, make sure you're also deglazing. So one of the best functions of the Instant Pot is the saute function. Do you use this? Mm-hmm. Yeah, often? well, for the for the pork, I yeah. sear the pork uh, shoulder before putting it in with all the fluids. Oh, so. nice. Perfect. So 
when you're able to pre-cook some of the ingredients before pressure cooking. But the only issue is if you don't deglaze it. So that's scrubbing down the brown parts mm-hmm. off the bottom. If you don't deglaze it in between your meals, isn't going to get very far. And you're probably going to get that dreaded burn alert mm-hmm. that you talked about. It's really easy. Just add some liquid to what you're cooking. You're going to be doing that anyway. And just make sure you deglaze every time. And that's the thing. And, and thankfully, like I wasn't a stranger to deglazing from mm-hmm. cooking yes. you know, on a, on a stovetop with a, with a big heavy pan you deglaze and create a sauce anyway and this is it's the same kind of thing like i I would sear the uh the pork shoulder and then take the pieces out and put it in a bowl on the side and then after i had seared it all pour in some of the apple cider vinegar maybe a little pat of butter Mm -hmm. and just take a wooden spoon and just scrape up all that all the tasty bits and yeah that's that's the point of searing the food right right? to kind of get that that different taste element to it and then uh put the meat back in and then put the rest of the fluid back in. So now, and then, and then you know, set the manual cook for an hour and and let it do its thing, and not have to worry about getting the burn alert and mm-hmm. freaking out and wondering what's going to happen uh, to to the pulled pork. And it just comes out delicious. Oh yeah. You know, now, as hungry as we are, and as much <laughs> as I want to keep talking about the spot, we're going to take a brief break to talk about Blinkist. And look, I know we all have goals to hit, whether it's eating healthier or exercising more. And sometimes it can be hard to achieve all these while struggling with other aspects of life. There is an app I highly recommend to help you hit the goals a bit easier. It's called Blinkist. Blinkist is the only app that takes the best key takeaways that need to know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just 15 minutes so you can read or listen to them in just a short period of time. Blinkist is made for busy people like all of us who want to get the main points of books quickly without reading the entire book. With an audio feature, Blinkist makes it easy to finish maybe four books a day while you're on the go. And it's super easy. And mm-hmm. I use Blinkist when I'm walking the dog after dinner. Um, and I've actually read and, and listened more, listen when I'm walking, read when I'm on the train, let's say. I've actually listened to, to books while walking Fenway after dinner. And I highly recommend that you check them out. A uh, couple, couple of my favorites start with why by uh, Simon Sinek and Why We Get Fat by Gary Tobbs. So again, books that I just don't have time to really sit down and digest, but on a 15-minute walk with the dog after dinner, super easy with Blinkist. Get the key takeaways. Get there the key takeaways. And right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com eatthis to start your free seven-day trial. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com eatthis to start your seven-day trial. I talked about the uh, the timing mm-hmm. previously, and one of the, one of the things that you really need to factor in, and I touched on it briefly, is the preheating. So when you when you set that timer, uh, the the pot actually needs to build up the pressure and preheat before the cook time it's starts. It's like an right? oven, yeah. Exactly. So w- while the pot can help you whip up a flawless meal in record time. If you don't account for the preheating, which can be anywhere from 15 minutes to 45 minutes, depending on, on what, what you're, you're, you're going to be cooking, you have to make sure that you factor that in. Otherwise, you're going to have, you know, a pack of hungry diners waiting for... <laughs> waiting at the table. The, and also, you know, that's, that's one of the things that I actually, I've made this mistake previously not being so familiar with the timing because there's other things any of the sides like if i'm doing with the, the pulled pork for example that i talked about if i'm doing the roasted sweet potatoes that go alongside with it when do you start the sweet potatoes and right. if you start them too soon and then i realize like oh this timer hasn't even started yet right like and, and then you're panicking so just once you once you use it a couple times I, I know how it is with pulled pork now i know how it is with chicken those kinds of things i'm used to it so there's not a set thing but it's something that you have to get accustomed to but just your first time 
I would almost wait until you see that timer start before you start cooking anything else. Got it. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, that makes sense. Because totally. for most, in most cases, you're going to, unless it's, well, chicken breasts take like 10 minutes. So that you might not want to wait for the wait timer for. to start if you're going to do roasted vegetables or potatoes with it. Um, but just factor those kinds of things in. Yeah, that makes total sense. Another pressure valve tip. I mean, you mentioned the pressure valve. Make sure you t- turn it. Make sure you turn it to the ceiling position. That's S-E-A-L-I-N-G, not ceiling like on top yeah. of a room. Um, pressure cookers need pressure, obviously. And if the valve is left open by mistake, your meal won't be able to cook and you'll just end up wasting yeah. time, which totally goes against the point of an Instant Pot. And it's it's one of those things where the first time you use that, I was so paranoid because you see the steam coming out mm-hmm. and, it's, and it doesn't, it automatically... You have to have it turned to the ceiling position, but then it'll automatically stop itself. Like if the stopper kind of comes up, so like you're just waiting and waiting <laughs> and waiting. And then finally you see it, you see it stop. So that'll be a sure sign. If if steam just keeps pouring out of the, uh, then it's not closed. Yeah, so, I mean, you don't and want you're that not be, And you're not going to be cooking anything. No, definitely so not. So you, you definitely. Now we talked about uh, the sauce and liquids before. And another another thing with liquids is that you don't want to overdo the liquids. You know, not using enough liquid is a major don't since it can cause your food to burn. And adding too much liquid is also a problem. Because when it's too watery, you probably won't get an error message. You won't get that burn alert. But your meal is bound to come out kind of flavorless. So, again, you want it's that fine balance of, of figuring out. Um, but fine balance, I say, in regard to if you're just winging it. Mm-hmm. If you're following recipe... Just follow the recipe. Someone's yeah. already somebody has already done this. So if it says like put in one cup one cup of chicken stock and a half cup of water, just do it. Straightforward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know, just don't. Just, well, I, you know, I really like the flavor of of chicken stock, so I'm going to do two cups and then you know cut that with with some water, or maybe you, even if you didn't cut it with the water, it's if again if the if the fluids go above that half line, then you're going to have other problems. So. Yeah. You know that that'll help you gauge it naturally. It's it's pretty. It's almost foolproof if you if you follow along the way you're supposed to. Right, just like anything in life, right? That's right. <laughs> um, and but all that pent up pressure, it's really important to release mm-hmm. it the right way. And there's two options for doing this: so natural pressure release (NPR) or quick pressure release (QPR). So quick pressure release is perfect for items like veggies or seafood since it prevents quick cooking food from overcooking. Mm -hmm. And natural pressure release, NPR, is for more liquidy foods like soup or chili, like you mentioned, as it gradually releases the pressure on its own to keep your kitchen clean. You don't get that spewing crazy action and your food will be the best quality. So definitely make sure you learn Mm -hmm. the difference between those two and, and when to use them. And when you, if you're using the the quick pressure uh, release, where you you take the sealing valve and you turn it, and then immediately pressure like steam starts, make sure your hand or your face is not over that thing because you do not want a that kind of of facial. Yeah, Yeah. that's uh, that's that's a mistake that you don't want to make. The final one here is, and we've said this in in varying ways before, but this is a little different aspect on it. Be careful not to overfill the pot. And it's tempting to to say, oh, I've got you know six people coming over. I'm just going to like load it up, make sure there's extra. 
don't fill it to the brim in order to make a little extra food. Resist that urge or your countertops are going to pay the price. It's going to get real messy real fast. Some foods will actually expand during cooking. You know, if you're uh, beans, rice, uh, things mm-hmm. like that. And if there isn't enough room for the expansion, well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, then the top's gonna pop you don't need off. me to explain to explain what's going to go on there. And and this is this is where size actually matters in this instance. Uh, think about how you're going to be using the pot, how many people you're going to be cooking for, what kind of meals you're going to you make, and get the right size pot. I have I have the the six quart. Uh, which is on the, mm-hmm. the smaller side, but it's perfect for, you know, myself and Natalie, the two boys, you know, I, it's enough pulled pork basically to, to feed that family and have some leftovers. There is a large, there's an eight quart version. So again, if you're, if you have a larger family, mm-hmm. if you're going to use it mostly for family lot, cookouts yeah. or entertaining, factor that in and don't try and just jam more food into a six, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? It's it's not going to work. It's not going to work. And now the final thing we have on our list is to do the water test. Yeah, did you do a, the water I, test? I, well, I did the water pass, not the first time I used it, but after the first time I used it and being a, being obsessed with wanting to use it more, I came across the water test and I did the water test. Okay, so um, hopefully we're was, just you know, sparing some people some wasted time and overcooked chicken by yeah, this by this tip this list. This is a good place to start, <laughs> by the way. Yeah, so the water test essentially lets you get to know the Instant Pot and ensures that everything's running smoothly with your with your new contraption. You may think it's not necessary, like like my co-host John <laughs> did. But it's actually not doing it could ruin a lot of potentially good food. So first, just pour three cups of water into the inner pot of the Instant Pot, put the lid on, and turn your valve to sealed. Next, set to high pressure for three minutes. You do this by hitting cook time or manual button, and then the plus or minus until the screen reads three. And then once the pressure is reached, the Instant Pot will begin to count down from three minutes to zero, pretty Pretty straightforward. And then once the time is done, it will beep and we'll turn to the keep warm setting. So lastly, hit the off button. Your pot will read off. Let the pressure release and then remove the lid and dump out the water. And voila, voila. then you're ready to go. And and the beauty of it is it's so simple. And mm-hmm. what you just explained, I wish I had done this first. Um, I wish I had come across this before because the first thing, like I said, I, I was like, I'm going to use it. I'm going to make pulled pork. That seems an easy enough thing. And we had a family coming over for dinner. So there was like a, pressure. Lot, of, a lot of pressure. More pressure right? than the like, pressure talk cooker. About, talk about pressure. Yeah. And I wish I had done the water test as a trial run because it takes a few minutes. This, this is not hard, right? And I, I would have understood more about cooking in an Instapot. I would have yeah. seen that it takes time for the pressure to build up. I would have seen how this, uh, the, the valve was going to close automatically. And I wouldn't have kind of been standing there on edge waiting for everything to happen when we had guests in the house. So it's, it's a simple thing to not just check to make, as you said, check to make sure the equipment's actually working the way it's supposed to be working, but it's going to show you how, how, it, how it, it actually works yeah. and, and give you that, that quick the quick insight is like, okay, here's how pressure builds up and here's the time that's going to take. And then the timer doesn't actually start until the valve is closed. Yeah. So the, all, a lot of the things we talked about uh, with some of these tips, it's going to almost walk you through them naturally. Yeah. So look, hopefully you are ready to finally get that Instant Pot out of its box or off its shelf uh, and getting it out onto your kitchen counter. Or if if you don't have one, this piques your curiosity even more and uh, you go on Amazon, hopefully find a good deal and, and get one for yourself. Either way, dinner will never be the same. Trust me. 
Once you are up and running at full speed, be sure to check out all of the great Instant Pot recipes available at eatthis.com. And there are a ton There's there. There's tons, yeah. Um, I've, I've tried a good number of them. And and not just, I, mean, we, I talked about pulled pork, like it's the only thing I make. I make other things. Yeah, but it's so um, good. It's worthy of many breakfast mentions. Breakfast foods, you can make yogurt, you can make, oatmeal is one of the things we mentioned. There's so many different uses. It's so convenient. Very little prep for the most part with, with a lot of these things. So it, it can go any direction you want to take it. I hope that you are enjoying the podcast and subscribe so that we, you can make sure you keep getting the latest food scoops from us right here on the Eat This Not That podcast. In the meantime, make sure you check us out at eatthis.com on Facebook and at Twitter and Instagram where we are at Eat This Not That. Thanks for listening. I'm John Hammond. And I'm Megan Murphy. And please say hi on social media. You can find me at This Girl Can Eat. I hope that you'll drop us a line and let us know what food choices are on your mind so we can tackle them here as we help you eat this, not that. <laughs>